You're listening to the Sportsman's Empire Podcast Network brought to you by Full Sneak Gear. Check out their entire lineup at fullsneakgear.com. Also be sure to check out our entire stable of podcasts at sportsmansempire.com. New from Moultrie Mobile, the Feed Hub offers first-of-its-kind cellular connection and control for nearly any spin cast feeder on the market. When used with the Moultrie Mobile app, you can monitor feed and battery levels, run feeders on demand, receive alerts when feeders are clogged, and remotely adjust feeding times. The Feed Hub is ideal for anyone who maintains feeders. Remove the guesswork and save time by planning feeder maintenance before you drive to your hunting property. For more information, visit MoultrieMobile.com. This episode of the Sportsman's Nation is brought to you by Outdoor Edge and their complete lineup of replaceable blade knives, fixed blade knives, and game processing kits. Now, we've all been there before, trying to field dress your wild game with a dull knife. This is where Outdoor Edge really steps in. With the Razor Safe system, you can have a brand new razor sharp blade with just the push of a button. No more dull blades and no more problems processing your wild game. To check out all of the products from Outdoor Edge, visit OutdoorEdge.com. And at checkout, enter the discount code NATION30. That's N-A-T-I-O-N-3-0 for 30% off of your purchase. Welcome to Missouri Woods and Water Podcast with your host, Nate Thomas, Micah, and Andy. Micah's doing it now, and he still said my name first. Well, I mean. That's how important you know, I am. I was just going left to right, so that's how that worked out. I thought we were going to order of hierarchy. That'll work, too. Hey. <laughs> Shortest, tallest. <laughs> you did do it that way i did i did actually all on purpose what's up fellas what's up, i must have got nate's headset super small <laughs> no i'm wearing mine i gave i did give you the wrong one sorry i don't want to go back another room and get the other one they're all the so same. what are we talking about today we're gonna have a good old uh fashioned uh look back on the 2021 um just a 2021 year end review and we've got some listener questions we'll go over Awesome. Very good. Well, we did that last year, and I think it's kind of cool to – fun to do every year for the listeners. Kind of give them a snapshot. We'll look into 2022 also. I like it. Before we get into it, we've got two sponsors for today's show uh, who will, will be mentioned again, but um, Huntworth Gear, huntworthgear.com. Check out Huntworth. We're It's our first year with them, obviously, since it's our first full year as a podcast, but – They've been great to us. We love working with them. The gear is awesome. I'd put it up with any other gear out there. I mean, I'm just going to say it. I, I'd put it up there and compete with Sitka on the quality. I I agree. I mean, I don't, I don't want to shouldn't name names. I guess in the in the podcast, but <laughs> when we're talking about a $200 coat competing with a $500 coat, that's something. I feel like that's something for sure. It but, is, uh, and no. great people. I mean, you couldn't ask for better people that run that place. Yeah. And don't get me wrong, other companies have good quality stuff too. I'm sure they do. The one you mentioned 
being one of them. But absolutely, I mean, it's still I I could not be happier. We uh, we wore our cold weather stuff on Saturday, shooting rifles, and um, in fifteen you know fifteen mile an hour wind, about thirty two degrees outside, and not even a chill. We just we hung out for a couple hours there. Oh yeah, it was yeah. great. Yeah, I've really enjoyed their stuff. It's yeah. been awesome. Not even a chill on the bones. No. Heck, I I went out uh, that next morning. I think it got down to, I think it was 20. It was was cold the next morning. Yeah, it was 20, and I was great. I mean, I was nice, toasty, warm. The only thing that got cold on me was my feet, and that was my own fault. I need to get some insulated boots, man. They need to make socks. If Huntworth made socks, man, it'd be be (laughs) head to toe. There you go. No, I just I need to get me some insulated boots. I'm yeah. I've always ran non-insulated everything just because right because I'm never I'm only going to wear those insulated ones a handful of times, but I got to do it. I so do you wear do you wear warm socks when you do that? Yeah, thing? yeah, like, I'll wear warm socks. Yeah, nice warm wool socks, but it just it doesn't do the job. Need something with a little bit of heat retention. Yeah, this show is going to be our last show in 2021. It'll be I think this will release on December 28th. So it'll be after Christmas, but don't forget to use the code MWW15. Save yourself 15% on anything from Huntworth. Maybe, uh, I don't know, New Year's New Year's present or something. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Late Christmas. Yeah. Right. When uh, he returns all the crap that you, you got him that you didn't want, maybe he can go out and buy it. <laughs> <laughs> or she. Or either or. Uh, and our other sponsor for today's show, another um, partner that we love working with, Missouri-based company, Alps Outdoors. Yep. They've been great. Uh, to us as well they all they sponsored a um youth hunt that we've got we had in mm-hmm. our area and uh i reached out to our contact with them and i was just expecting i think i've said this before on a show but just uh, some stuff and he, he sent all kinds of stuff i mean way more than i thought they were going to yep. send and um and that youth hunt's pretty awesome and they supported it um and it's tenfold. not the only one they support no they've got no. other ones too so they're active out there, so give them some love back for sure. Yeah, check all them out at outdoorbrands.com. Yep, all your outdoor and pack needs. I mean, it's not just packs. It's all kinds of outdoor gear, tents, sleeping bags, a little bit of everything over there. Yeah. Um, I still haven't used my um, those freaking sticks. Trekking poles? Trekking poles that I bought or that I got from them, and uh, <laughs> I don't know. I need to try them, but I just don't get what the big – thing is with those everybody loves them well i, I mean, bet i mean you when you're killing out yeah if you're hauling, oh you mean you actually have to have meat on your you back you have yeah. to have something to use them for well hell that's see that's why yeah but well and it's like i didn't even put them on in my pack this year because they were just in my way i Mine felt like stayed there yeah yeah so I, i'll have to try them next year but um what do we want to do first you guys want to do listener questions first i don't care however you want to do it man Let's do listener questions. Let's do listener questions. Because I have a feeling they'll parlay into a little bit of everything. And we've already recorded an entire show before anyway. Right. So Plus some. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right, let me start. I did three different ones. Um, not Brady Stockman. He actually submitted a lot of them. Not a question, but keep up the awesome work. Love every episode y'all put out. Keep it up. Thanks, Brady. Thank you, sir. I don't know what the hell you're listening to, buddy, but we appreciate it. um and he's got some more questions here in a few uh clay stockdale biggest takeaway from the season i'm assuming he means deer season since it's still uh kind of deer season so we'll we'll go with deer season clay 
What's your biggest takeaway, Andrew? For me, I need to remind myself of patience. Because right now, I'm still you know, running the Cuddy Link system. I'm still getting pictures. And the biggest deer of the year are just showing up now. So really wishing I, – I, I, I don't mean this wrong. I like and very fortunate both the deer I tagged out on. Right. But I really kind of wish I had one more tag. Um, That's funny. I got two. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure Micah don't know where my stands are. <laughs> but uh, it's just nice to – I don't know. Nice to remind yourself of patience. Yeah, things always unfold different different parts of the season. So we all get pretty giddy towards the beginning of it. Got to get out there in that September. Well, not really September. October, November. Need to remind myself that season's a little longer. Yep. What's your patience? I mean, your season's not over yet, Micah. But what's your biggest takeaway? I need to be ready to not suck so much. No, <laughs> to be more mobile. I definitely had a few. Ch- times out there when i thought i should have went somewhere but i didn't because my stands weren't set up there for whatever reason but i feel like i need to be more mobile in in my current location you can borrow my mobile setup whenever you want yeah i need i probably need to do that so and i, I mean, did i say that look, you need I, to look in there's a like a mobile ladder stand i don't remember who makes it but like it folds up and you can pack it on your back i did take a uh, a climber out there and i did do a few different trees, a few different hunts, and I mean, success, you know, I saw, but it, I'm not a huge climber fan, just because the trees that you're in, they're all usually straight up and down, and no limbs, and so not, almost never exist, yeah, well, no, I actually had them, that they just don't offer you that much cover, <clears throat> and uh, I felt like I got seen before, you know, yeah. I could have done anything, but uh, speaking of straight trees, we were helping a buddy of ours, I won't name his name, but track a deer. And where we were walking through, the only thing I could hmm. think walking through there was like, holy shit, every tree in here straight up and down. Like, they're all perfect trees to, to hang in. That never happens. Is it a tree farm? Where I hunt, there's not a single tree that's straight up and down that's nice, yeah. you know? So it's just kind of funny. But, uh, what about you, older Nate Dog? I kind of parlay off Andy's, honestly. I could probably be a little more patient, but mine is not in the form of patient so much as not getting down, which you guys <laughs> give me a hard time for everybody's already. Everybody's well aware that you become a big old baby. Yeah. I'm pretty sure we've You keep that saying clear. that, but it's... We've become, made that perfectly clear. Yeah. So, uh, and like I said it in our episode when we talked about me killing Noob Sabbath, uh, it only takes that... 30 seconds. Yep. You know that, I mean, the the season can change in a heartbeat. And I was already pretty happy from the season because of Caden killing his deer a few weeks before that. Right. But I still had that, that in the back of my mind, I was getting my ass kicked by these deer that I was after. And so I was still getting anxious and pissed off. And I want to say I'm going to do better at it next year, but let's be honest. I'm surprised he didn't happen. say he's mad at me because I did, told him not to take his bow that morning and then the deer <laughs> walked 30 yards. <laughs> yeah, you free, into the freaking shooting lane that I cut for the bow specifically. <laughs> Worked pretty well for the gun too, though, didn't yeah. it? did, it did. Didn't have to track him very I, far. I don't even care about that. I mean, yeah. but I say I'm going to be better about it next year, but I probably won't be. Mm. Well, we'll ask you in October. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. All next. the deer are gone. <laughs> They're all dead. Micah, you're blowing them out. <laughs> Which uh, I think I am right on that. I think you blew out 
What, what was your no, name? I didn't blow him out. What was that damn deer's Reptile. name? Reptile. Reptile. I'm pretty sure you blew that deer out. No, I didn't. All right. These, by the way, these questions are probably going to jump around because I'm reading them just off the story. Hyatt Sutton asks, asked us, do you guys sell all those yote hides? Well, first off, we don't kill that many. <laughs> uh, secondly, usually they either get thrown into the ditch. Well, or <laughs> the mangy ones for sure. The mangy right. ones get thrown in the ditch or the good ones I always give to our buddy Ethan. Yeah, so get them hide it out. Yeah, I mean to to be honest, just straightforward with people. I think most people know this. To make them worth anything, you got to skin them. What was it called? Scrape or flesh them? Yeah, Fle- flesh them and stretch them. Then you got to wait for the fur buyer to come around, and even then, you might get ten, fifteen bucks per mm-hmm. if they're in good shape. And that's the big thing you just said. You have to have room to put them in a freezer until then, because they only come around this area twice a year. Um, so if anybody knows a fur buyer that is, I mean, willing to give a little bit of money, happily, you know, start start doing better about that. But unfortunately, typically, it's not worth it. Well, and I'll, this is just me personally. I'd say the last six coyotes I've killed which has been a while now because I haven't hunted really since deer season mm-hmm. or during deer season. They've been garbage. Yeah. I mean. There's some mange and different things. Mangy and I ain't touching that. I don't even want that thing on my property anymore. And uh, my main purpose of predator hunting is not so much for the fur. It is, one, our turkey population rather sucks mm-hmm. in, in a lot of the spots. So uh, I know there's other bigger predators towards them, and I, I. They're not as fun to kill. I will kill them with just as much prejudice as I will a coyote. But uh, the opportunistic times, I mean, we're, we're doing management of raccoons, trying to get those out of there as well, because they're a big yeah. detriment to turkey. And uh, but deer are hard on fawns. Um, I mean, they're they're hard on everything. Or deer are hard on fawns. Coyotes are hard, <laughs> uh, hard on fawns. So I guess the I mean the truthful answer is they're not really not worth and doing during, unless they're a beautiful coyote. I mean, and then I'm keeping it honestly. Yeah, I'm keeping it. D- um, and then we do a lot of coyote tournaments and a lot of times and a lot of those keep them a lot of those guys keep them and a fur buyer does come to those so i'd say the majority of the ones we kill go to a fur buyer through the coyote or through the tournaments do you here's a question i was thinking do you have to so for instance we had a coyote and i showed you the picture um the last episode we did our coyote episode we had a coyote during a tournament last year that was gorgeous and it never crossed our minds to keep it to get it either mounted or just mm-hmm. keep that that hide, and the it went to the tournament, and um, somebody came and bought them all. I'm guessing. Will the tournaments let you take a dog back? Most if, of them will. I would think so. Most Let's, of them, if you say, "Hey, I want to keep keep this, this one," uh, some some tournaments make you take them, which I haven't been in one that where they I have. Was, I was at ones you're responsible for taking care of your own coyotes, um, and then. Other ones are pretty strict about coyotes stay. Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, I'm sure they're getting a little kickback or whatever. From yeah. Well, buyers. I mean, the fur buyer is getting right. hundreds of dogs possibly. Mm-hmm. So thanks, man. Thanks for that question. Uh, another question from Brady. What is a podcast topic you are dying to do but haven't done yet? I'm dying to do. Hmm. 
we're answering these questions on the fly. Yeah, <laughs> so, we, this is not pre. He didn't get this to us before. No, I didn't. I mean, and, to uh, be honest, with you, we've been pretty fortunate to talk to some pretty cool people, pretty awesome stuff. We have, and we continue to get pretty good ideas from from listeners. And I got one. You want me to interrupt you? And just no, absolutely say, do. Because I'm rambling. We love going out west. Mm-hmm. I would love to talk to born and raised. Oh. Yep, Jason Phelps. He'd be one of my top ones. See, I, he's already said he'd come on, and so yeah. I'm, I'm like, hey, I, I'm, I'm a, I'm a little less nervous about talking to him. Although, born and raised, I would straight up fanboy talking to them. I honestly would too, just because what they do and how they do their video series, yeah. and they travel to different states. They're public land hunting like we do. Um, so I'd, I'd almost agree. That Corey that Jacobson's be, another one. Corey Jacobson's another one. You know, and I think we, they probably come on. I just, uh, we've never reached out. Nervous to reach out. So that's a great topic, though. I think it would have to do with Western hunting. We, uh, you know, we go out west every year, but we don't consider ourselves experts. We're still learning. And so uh, there's an intimidation factor to talking to experts out there. Right. Another good one be uh, I'd like to do would be like the hunting public, and they do that turkey tour a lot, like Born and Raised does. Mm-hmm. The they're a big uh, elk tour. Uh, the hunting public does a turkey tour that I'd like to pick their brains on. Speaking of that, Marshfield Outdoors. Uh, by the way, check him out, Marshfield Outdoors. Uh, he's got some cool content on the uh, the Instagram. Is it too early? Huh? The what? The gram. The gram. It's all for the gram. Isn't that the saying? Uh-huh. Did it for the gram. Did it for the gram. Is it too early to talk about turkey season? Never. Well, we're talking about it right now, so nope. Uh, I'm going to kill my turkey next time I go hunting. <laughs> I, <laughs> are, can, I got it. I got you, Is that? Yeah. Are they got, still in season I, right I now? I got yeah. two tags, man. Oh, so you, you keep ar- those. Archery you can until it closes the same time deer so yeah. does. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, you had like two okay. dozen on I, camera well I, like i said i went hunting the other day and they came within 50 yards i just didn't have an opening i think that's a good topic we possibly should have on soon is what things can you do now to help you have a more successful spring that is you know turkey season this spring yeah right. that's a good idea but oh yeah it's it's never too early and um there's another question i already know that's coming up so we'll uh we'll be talking about it for sure mm-hmm. and i'm hoping Caden gets his first turkey this year you know, we have you ever s- killed a turkey? So close. Me, myself? Yeah. I'll you be know. honest with you, I've only killed one. Well, you've killed one more than me then. I, I've hunted turkey. I'm a tor- terrible turkey hunter, but I love doing it. At this point, I, I have... Tor- I'm a terrible turkey hunter. <laughs> I have resigned myself to the fact that I'm never going to kill one, apparently. Yeah. Oh, I take that back. I've killed one with my bow. I forgot about that. But during, like, turkey season, no, I haven't. Yeah, I've always... What I consider turkey season is the spring right mm-hmm. but uh i don't know like i'm gonna take my son again hopefully absolutely this year i'm not even i don't even take a gun with me anymore it's i'm just gonna take him and yeah. he'll have the gun and he was so close to getting that one last year yeah you know that I, it was probably my fault but um so yeah i'm excited to take him hopefully the turkey show back up there because mm-hmm. it was weird that they were there but well, that's kind of my last question. What can we do to help that and get that, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I don't we, need, know. we need to talk to somebody smarter than us. For sure. Mike, have you killed turkey? I've killed them with my bow. Yeah? Yeah, never during turkey season. It's always been during archery turkey, right. I guess. <laughs> We're bad hunters. <laughs> well, and well, just turkeys, truth be told, turkeys I, don't do it for me like hunting other stuff. I don't hunt them as like, hard. Like Austin, the other day, he asked Nate, 
would you rather kill a 170 deer or kill however many coyotes? Like, I'm pretty confident it would only take, like, two coyotes for me to rather kill two coyotes than kill a turkey during turkey season. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Uh, and it's it's fun. It's just, it's not. Right. This, yeah, it's just not my. For whatever I'll reason. I'll go. I enjoy it. It's fun. But, I yeah. mean. See, it, me and Pat get into it pretty good during yeah, turkey yeah. season, which, again, I also just said I haven't, I haven't one killed one. I have hunted turkey a lot. And kind of like coyotes. One turkey. Yeah. Kind of like coyotes, like getting them talking. Your dad. My dad has murdered multiple turkeys. No kidding. Like, I would have thought he would have gotten you on quite a few birds. No, nope. He don't like you. I get it. <laughs> we, so, <laughs> I've went with my dad. Probably starting the last five years, we, we've started going together um, just because it's, that's how it's worked out. And he's got a friend in, in southern Missouri. We have went down a few times. And there's turkey everywhere. Yeah. And one time we went down, it was storming the entire weekend. Terrible hunting. Next time we went down, we had these birds working. We only go for a day or two, so like you're not you have few opportunities. Right. The next time we went down, we were working like three gobblers out in the field, and there's a military base pretty close by. A freaking chinook comes over and buzzes the pasture that these turkeys are working in. Like they're coming to us and <laughs> scatters them. Like just scatter. And after that, they shut up. Like I'm talking, this chinook was like it. It shook the timber when it came over. I'm oh, like, wow. you mother. <laughs> and then uh, that next day, like that, so that was that morning. And then the next day we went, and uh, we had these turkey working, and I could see them, but they <laughs> there's a five strand barbed wire fence. It would not come across it. Yep, yep. And uh, so that was that was that on that. So opportunities have been there for me. I've been very bad at close. I either get too impatient or too patient. And I never make that right. A lot like elk hunting for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I never make the right decision, but yeah. Anyway. And our boy with Marshfield Outdoors, he's he's in the southeast somewhere. I think he's in Virginia. Could be wrong about that. But, um, shoot me a DM, man, because I'm curious what turkey hunting is like where you're at compared to here in the Midwest. Uh, I'm assuming they got Easterns there, too. I would think so. East. So, good question, man. 7806 Cummins. Where are you elk hunting in 2022? Wouldn't you like Secrets. to know? <laughs> now, as far as state-wise, I, I've assumed I would assume it's going to be Colorado. Colorado, Colorado unless I'm going to put drunk. in for Arizona. Yeah, I'm, obviously. And New, New Mexico, Mexico. So I meant so. to put in for Wyoming last year because I was talking to Buddy Garen. I didn't realize it was open until November 1st to put in for a point. I did. You did. Also put in for uh, Muley there. Yep. I did not. I meant to. And did not. So now everybody's kind of a point ahead. You ahead done of messed me. up, AA Ron. I did, and you tried to tell me, but I will probably put in for Arizona and Mexico, and Colorado. Again. I can tell you who's not going to put in for the same unit in New Mexico. Yeah, it's Russell. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't I'm think ha- any of us are. I think I'm. I'm pretty glad that he tested that out for us. <laughs> that unit, anyways. No, I don't. I I feel kind of bad. I, I mean, I almost feel him. responsible. Oh yeah. For well, him. I, I wish he would have I mean, done it, but I'm glad it was him, not me. You know what I mean, it's. <laughs> I mean, it was kind of Nate's fault. Right. I wouldn't say it's my fault. It's more like the guy that told me that was a great unit. But I probably should have done a little more homework. It was whatever. All right. Uh, good question, 7806, but probably Colorado, man. It's yeah. We just don't have enough points built up yet to probably draw. So we're going to probably be back on public land. Uh, or Missouri. <laughs> 7806 comes again. Is there new equipment you want? Yep. Thermals. Oh. <laughs> and the only reason I say thermals is because I know I can't afford one. And so 
it's just like this what do you know like this, that big this golden nugget that is dangling up there that I I probably won't get. They're so expensive. Yeah, but I want I want a thermal bad. I, and if it's one of those things that they are expensive and if it was more than 2 months out of the year in Missouri, It'd be I worth would it. probably have one. Yeah. But also saying that, how much money have we spent on deer hunting and it is 3 months out of the year? 4 September, September. October, See, I told you to be patient. December. Remember, there's another month in there. <laughs> yeah, you still got, you still got what? Well, from the day we're recording, damn near a month still. Yeah. January fifteenth. Yeah, you got three weeks left. Four weeks. Yeah. But I don't know. Yeah, that's the. I mean, it's only two months long. Not even actually quite two months. So it's like, man. But night hunting's fun. They're, night hunting and day hunting coyotes. Totally different things. Yeah. And I really enjoy them both. The other thing I like about night hunting. I've only went night hunting the one time with you guys. Well, we need to do it more. We didn't call in a single guy. We didn't? No. Well, it's fun. Especially when you see them. Yeah. They when come you see in. see them work. Dude, that one we had with Russell and me and you when we walked through this cow, these cows to go kill this cow because he had no idea we were there. Just walked right at him hmm. and shot. It's fun. Anyways, it's so different night hunting and the day hunting of coyotes that they're both so much fun plus what i like about night hunting is um your wife don't care they're in they're, <laughs> they're in bed like i don't care if you leave like as long as you get up in the morning and don't wake me up yeah like don't bitch about being tired and yeah it's kind of nice you yeah. know d- doing these tournaments she's not the like the most happy about yeah, it they're when all, day all day affairs it's and week, the it's friday a, night before yeah it's a weekend commitment yeah. so it's fun. I would love to get a thermal. Is what's your? Is that your answer? The question was: Is there new equipment you want? There's a there's a long list of things I want. I'd, I'd probably say thermal is going to be. Plus, answer it thinking that seventy eight oh six Cummins is going to buy it for you. Maybe he's asking. Oh, is there something you want? I'll get oh, it. Oh, in that case, guys. thermal for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding, buddy. No, I, I'm yeah. sure you're not oh, buying a stuff. We'll take three pulsars. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I do. I, I know exactly which one I want too. Which one are you? Thanks going to with? Blake Garrett, I would get the Pulsar, the one he told us to buy on the yeah. show. Yeah. Uh, there's probably other ones that are out there. I mean, Iray makes some good stuff yeah. that I would look at. But anyway, that's my what bu- I want. My my buddy Calder, as he you make fun of his last called show, Nuggets Night yeah. Vision. Called Nuggets Night Vision. He'll probably hook me up. Yep. But that's uh, who I'm gonna call when I get one. Right. There's a couple different caliber guns now that. I used to, you asked me three years ago, I would tell you I could give two craps about a gun, give me a good bow, and I just, I keep getting more and more, I like shooting. I don't know. Dude, that was a lot of fun shooting guns the other day. Here's, yeah, the, well, here's the, the thing. The that, price of ammo would go down. That hurts a little bit. Coyote hunting and deer hunting are so opposite yeah. that that's why you can get into both of them yeah. big like that because they're not similar at all, right. especially bow hunting deer. Right, we all prefer bow hunting deer, mm-hmm. so or in bow hunting in general. So that's totally different than cow hunting. At, well, number one, because it's with a rifle in the first place, and right. then they're just to- they're totally freaking different. That's why I think we've gotten into it because it's different. Yeah. So, did you answer this question, Micah? Yeah, I'm kind of with you guys. I got pretty much everything else I need for gotcha. the most part. Uh, Judders 87, which is our buddy, Will Judson, yeah. that we met out in Colorado. Uh, any goals for 2022? I can think of one. We have one we probably need to put on there. 
uh, to get you on the show, Will. Yeah. Which we will do. Yeah. Um, we told Will we'd have him on and talk about his uh, solo elk hunt. And yeah. We haven't quite made it there yet. Lots of stuff going on. That's one goal. And we'll talk about our goals later on here after listener questions, too, with the podcast. 2022. Yeah. What's up, Will, man? Good to good to hear from you. Uh, Easler 243. Oh, that's <laughs> as far as we're going with our goals? Oh, sorry. One Go goal. back. What's your what's your goal? Um any any hunting season, any hunting. I'm gonna go with I've because it was so close last year, I've gotta kill an elk. That'd be my goal. Elk. Don't care what it is, freaking elk. Yeah. So that's my goal. Micah. Just because I was right next to him, I feel like you screwed it all up, that's what happened. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Will you finally know. admit that you did? I definitely didn't. No, will you I finally just admit that you did, though? No, because I don't agree with that. You did. You were dancing around. That's why I saw you moving. You are dancing. By dancing, you mean pulling my bow back? Sure. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Go ahead. Sorry. I'd like to get some new hunting ground. That's a goal. To get a new... That's a good goal. To diversify... My hunting your portfolio, my local hunting area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Should go for you. Yeah. What about you or any boy? I think I want to, and I don't know. Maybe this. I don't know how how big of a number to set on it, but I think I want to call in fifty coyotes. That's a good. I'd goal. like to say I want to kill like fifty coyotes. You had that goal last year too. Thirty was the number last year, and I'm I, I truthfully. You probably got I really may, close, I right? may not have pulled the trigger on them, but I have set on the stand calling or shot pretty darn close to, to 30. Um, I'm in the high 20s. Tw- I Please, lost count. I'm in the for high the 20s. love of God, Heath Baker, don't be listening. John Collins, don't be listening. Right. Any of our buddies who they're are- 200, They're 200, 300. They're just laughing their asses right now. Right. But I, I, want, I want 50. I want to call in 50. Now, I'd like to kill those all of them I call in, but realistically, there's one week. I got called in 11. We killed three. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's it's just a part of it. Yeah. But I was learning very quickly last year. So I feel like I'm each year kind of improving. But yeah. I'm going to call in 50 coyotes. And that was almost another. I didn't make that. I wasn't going to make that goal. But just get markedly better at my calling. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm, for whatever reason, our caller on our team. You said you like to call. I'm just kidding. But I do like, and I want to get. I would like to be able to get to the point where I read the coyotes like we were talking about in our last show. I can read them and change my calling based on what I'm hearing from them or just, you know how sometimes you just know what to use? Yeah. I want to get better to the point where I feel pretty comfortable with that sort of stuff too, which I already, I know I already said my goal, but I made two of them. Nope. Just one. Nope. I I did two. (laughs) Now can I move on? Yeah. Yeah. Easler two forty three. Will you have Scott Wilper with Wilper Custom calls on again before spring turkey season? Absolutely. He says yes. You bet money. That's yeah. right. I'm guessing he'll say yes. He's a good uh, good friend of ours. Yep. Uh, <laughs> that's all we need to say on that one, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> yes, Scott, Scott is get ready. Literally the best tar- turkey show you could ask for. Is there something you would like us <laughs> to ask him? <laughs> if there's something you want us to ask him, send us another message. Yeah, send us a message. 
and any, anybody listening, not just you, yeah, Easler, yeah. two forty three. What turkey topics you guys want to talk? You about? You want to hear about turkey topics? Let us know what they are, and we will talk to Scott maybe more about that. Yeah. All right, moving on. Brady again. Brady Stockman got another one. He says, "Thanks, Brady." Is a farm purchase in anyone's near future? Farm purchase? That'd be great. We talked about leases here earlier. By we're before the air, trying to find something for us. But uh, let me just say this: I highly doubt it. I mean, if it if it was, it would be one for um, where I live, which yeah. means I'd have to sell where I live now. I mean, it'd be great, but probably not the cards. Yeah, realistically, I just can't afford it. To be honest, I mean, there's just no way. I'd love to. What do you constitute a farm? How many acres? Something I can hunt. So <laughs> probably ten. I mean, yeah, you could you could buy ten acres that you could kill something off of. Maybe I mean I guess five too, but you know, yeah. yeah. I don't know. it'd be it'd be cool, but yeah, it'd be great. Uh, it's not but, like something I'm actively ugh. pursuing. That's for sure. Leases, I think, is these I would damn, love to find a lease. These damn farmers got the freaking, you know, price per acre up so high. <laughs> just nuts nobody can afford we, it. we live in god's country like this is this is the black dirt capital of the world they say right it's, it's Andy, you're, you're right. a farmer isn't that right isn't like lafayette uh, black like dirt it. is or something lafayette yeah. county ain't it like one of the most highest producing counties or something like that uh, lafayette and Saline county probably are definitely up in the top 10 all the way across the state for sure of uh yeah fertile ground so every so. time you take a piss on farm ground here in this county you're pissing on actual gold I guess we're gonna look at it like that. Well, sure. It's not actual, not actual, <laughs> literal, but yeah. But no, I mean it's. I think I've said this before. That's kind of what I do. I I'm a loan officer in the agriculture community, so. But and I also farm with, family farm. So. Yeah. Maybe if something the right piece came up, and I had to sell a kidney. Yep, and I would. I mean, I would buy land. It's just it's it'd be difficult. So I'd have to. You know, probably go in with somebody or something like that. Right now, we're such a weird time to, I mean, where we're at, recreational ground itself is going for 4000 an acre. I mean, yeah, that's out, absolutely outrageous because two to three years ago, it was 2000 an acre. Right. We're just in a, a, a time of inflation, and land has hit a mass inflation. It's, it's next to impossible for average Joe guys like us to, to dip into that. Yep. Yep. Okay, next question. Dave Witt. What is the best brand coyote call you use? We'll break this up, I, I guess. I think we'll we're go all with electronics. Partial. I think we're all partial to what we do use. Yeah. Because I personally use a Fox Pro Shockwave for electronic calls. Mm-hmm. Andy, you use a... I use the Lucky Duck Revolt. I think there's three kind of main brands on that. I mean, from, I guess, my experience as of right now, there's your Lucky Ducks, your Fox Pros, and then your Icotex. Mm-hmm. Um, I've never I, had any experience with the Icotex. So I, I bought tell. an Icotech actually like three years ago and never got it out of the box and took it back and got a Fox Pro. No, for no reason, I just decided to change my mind. I think if you listen to our episode last week, you'll hear us kind of talk about those and like what the benefit. My, my first call was an Icotech, but it was their very like Base cheapest model, model like yeah. you could mm-hmm. get. And that's what kind of got me started. Sitting in your shed too. It's actually. It was sitting in your yeah. shed. I don't know where it's at. <laughs> um, so I uh, think all the all of them are getting their their respective yeah. rights. What kind of is frustrating, but also it's well, I mean they why they do it. Like MFK sounds, you can only get on Fox Pro. Lucky Duck sounds can only play on Lucky Ducks. Um, 
contracts, man. I just actually bought some Boss Acoustic sounds. I haven't even got to try them out nor download them yet um, that you can play on about any call. Yeah. So I'm going to try those out. But uh, I would say you can't go wrong with a Fox Pro or Lucky Duck for sure. Yeah. Icotech, I just don't know anything much about their higher end They stuff. all got their, their – I mean, like Lucky Duck, there's some things about your Revolt that I like better than my Shockwave. You can play two sounds and I can't. Yeah, and I – but – Yours rotates. Mine, Mine rotate. doesn't necessarily do that. Now, I do have what's speak, called. My speaker's a little better and clearer than yours, I think. Louder. Louder. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can't, like, you can move the speaker. Mine has the ability. It's called Fox Pro Motion. Can, where it, it it makes it sound like the yeah. sound is bouncing left and so right speaker. kind of the same thing. Uh, mm-hmm. Fox Bank's cool, although I've got mine off. Yeah. Because I keep. Your remote's better than mine. But they also upgraded the remote in the Roughneck. Oh, yeah. And I think the they now make a super revolt that's like on pre order hmm. uh, that they upgraded the call. And yours has got up, stand. upgraded the the not remote. I don't mean call I me mean the remote. Nice. Yours comes with a uh, decoy too, doesn't it? <clears throat> a de- yeah, decoy is built in. See mine, I've got to buy one. Okay, extra, which mounts on the back of it, but it doesn't come with it. Yeah, initially. So I would I think mine is probably like if you got the decoy. With it and all that, you're probably going to be in more on a shockwave than a revolt. I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure yeah. it's a little more pricey. Yeah, it's, it's pretty close, and I don't see the big difference. Yeah. Uh, although I love my shockwave, so I, mean, I think the new re- super revolt's like 700 bucks. And we're recording this on December 20th, and yeah. I really hope one of my Christmas gifts from my wife is a battery pack, the lithium rechargeables. That's funny you say. I was, the last stand we just made, and I just made that post the other day, mm-hmm. me and Austin with the coyote. So I, I didn't finish my story no, uh, when I was telling Micah earlier, but we called that coyote in, and I tried to go to a pup in distress after it came in. My batteries died. <laughs> so I couldn't turn on another sound. Um, That's funny. So I need to replace the batteries in it. But hand calls, you got any? I use diaphragm calls for some extra house. Yep. Uh, I'm going to be purchasing I use some. Fox Bros. You got any hand calls, Micah? I do. I think they're just the old Primos. I just bought a yeah. pack. I, I've used them a handful of times, but I haven't. I really want to read Howler. So I'm some sort. I've got two things I'm getting ready to buy. I've got a. There's a car. It's called. Now, I've been doing research, but I have not bought either of these and used any of them, so I don't know. Uh, Carver Predator calls rat, rabid, rabbit, rabbit. Mm-hmm. God, say that three times fast. Uh, it's a it's an open read rabbit call, and then huge fan of this company Rocky Mountain Calls. Um, they've got a mouth coyote call to Howler, and it's the same read system as my Elk uh, bugle yeah. tube, and so external read. Yeah, because I can't do diaphragms. Right. Um, and I'm hoping I'll be able to use that very similarly to my Elk call, and mm-hmm. you know howl with it pretty easily. And it's only about I think seven inches long, so it's not real huge either. I'd have to say if any one company like has hand calls down, it might be MFK. And I'm going to look into their stuff too. I haven't went to their website. Um, Fox Pro's got a, a field of mouth calls too mm-hmm. that are read calls. But anyway, that's what we like, man. Uh, Huffman Jeremy, number one tip for an out-of-stater coming to Missouri next year. I got a tip. What's he hunting? I, I'm assuming I, I'm deer. Guess deer. Deer. Um, two things. 
the Missouri Department of Conservation does a really good job on their public ground mm-hmm. information. Get on that website and check it out. For sure. Get on OnX or whatever freaking mapping tool you want to use and f- find the public land and then get on a Missouri's website, MDC's website, and do research on the public ground that you want to hunt. And then yeah. I don't know why people don't do more of this. Pick up the phone. Pick up the freaking phone and call. Yeah. Find a contact with MDC and make some calls. Ask questions. Um, well, it would be great. will help you. And-, and it would be great if you could come out prior to the hunt and see the land. You know, like I would love to be able to see something before I hunt it. Yeah. Now, obviously, that's not an option for everybody, but that would be one way. Man, I'm sure this guy will. I'm not saying he wouldn't, but like Missouri is one of the cheaper states to do it. Mm-hmm. Make sure you buy your tags. Do the stuff the right way. I mean, it used to be a big problem out of staters coming in not buying tags. And well, you know why, right? Because it was cheaper to it's cheaper to pay the pay fine. the fine. Yeah. It's cheaper to get it's the fi- ticket. Finally, they adjusted it now though to where it's more expensive, or it's about the same. Yeah. So just just buy the tag. I think it's two hundred fifty bucks for an out of state deer tag here. And this goes for out of staters and um, residents because I've heard it both ways. Treat my state correctly. Absolutely. You know, um, there's a lot of out-of-staters that come in and are really respectful and take care of our state better than the people that live here. Yep. But then I've heard other stories. So, you know, if you're going to come to my state um, and hunt, man, treat it like it was like your own property. Yep. You know, that you're hunting. And uh, And it goes same for residents too. Yeah, and I think you'll have more fun that way too when you treat it like it's kind of yours and – um, if you see somebody doing something the wrong way, just try to be better than him. I mean, right. cause Missouri public land is pretty full. You know, there are a lot of people hunting it and you'll see some, some stuff probably. I mean, I've never ran into anybody really that I've had problems with. Um, I can't really recall one Micah when we've been together on public land. No, no we did have that one where we pulled up and there was two dead deer carcasses. Yeah, somebody the, in the parking, them. they just decided to cut the heads off and move on. I think they took the loins out or something, right? Too, and they left everything else. Yeah. I think Missouri is pretty underrated. So, um, I mean, I I want Missouri to be a destination for whitetail. I mean, I, I would like to get Missouri known for big whitetail. I'd but, like for them to go to a draw state. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm being honest. Everywhere else, you have to put in for a draw, or yeah. you know, you have to put in for a few years. I don't see why I we can't do that. I don't totally disagree. I mean, it's like just my personal opinion. Sorry, guys. I don't have there, any any way any limit, reason at to least think, may put a cap on the tax. Yeah, something. You don't have any reason to think that Missouri couldn't be Kansas or Iowa. Like we've got right. just as good a deer. Yeah. The the two things that probably go against mm-hmm. Missouri and <laughs> we're might piss some people off here. The rifle season. The rifle season's right in the middle of the rut. Right. And then our out of state tags are over the counter and, and really cheap. cheap. Yeah. And that probably hurts the state. But you know, here's a tip for late. For it also out-of-state. brings in a shit ton of money into the state. I guess too. if they're going out of state bow hunt, don't overlook late season. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, if you could find some. A crop, lot of hunters die food. off. There you go, Jeremy. We we hunt all the way through January fifteenth, dude. Yeah. So, you know, it might be something that you plan the hunt for. Uh, let's say like around Christmas time or something. Because usually, I'll be honest. Usually after rifle season, a lot of guys quit hunting. Yeah, I mean that's definitely the 
it dies off and so if you could find and there are conservation land out there where they got row crop and, and they'll leave it standing and they leave some of it standing on occasion and everything so if you can find some of that you might be in the money i mean i think when this comes out it'll be alternative method season yeah and if you look into that you can use everything but a rifle basically <laughs> and even then the some of the stuff that they count as alternative is damn near a rifle your short barreled ars count as a yeah 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 so anyways um you know that's a, a few tips i mean just get on mdc's website it's a really good website for you know a governmental run thing i mean it they do a good job with it so i'd check that out and then pick up the phone and call man they uh they'll give you good information and help you out uh last question i got djp outdoors we should try to get grant wood to do an episode oh for sure we'd get him on hell yeah That'd be great. Yeah. Yeah, he'd come on for sure. We had him at, uh, you don't know who Grant Woods is? What? <laughs> I, don't don't say, I didn't say that. Don't feel bad. We've had this, actually, we've had this conversation before. Yeah, you don't know who Grant Woods is, do you? He's, like a, deer, a, he's a deer biologist. Yeah, tell him who Grant is. Like, he lives, he's down in, like, the Ozarks. Okay. And he pretty much grows 150 deers in rocks, you know, and he just, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He, It'd be he, like a, a deer biology type yeah. of show. It'd be a good I one. I like it. I, it. I went to a, it wasn't even a seminar. It was like a, used to go to this church in Oak Grove called Paradise Outfair Ministries. It's like based around hunting or whatnot. Mm-hmm. But, and they had Grant Woods come in. He does a talk. That sounds like it would be a good show. Yeah. yeah. He's super smart guy. Super mm-hmm. smart. So, yeah. when it comes to deer. So. So, that's listener questions. Yes, we want to do a show with grant in fact I, he's probably on our list of all the stuff we want to do yeah um so thanks for the questions everybody and continue to keep uh engaged with us yeah you know we love questions send love us questions uh interact with our social media posts if you want tell us how dumb we are <laughs> um you know uh, leave us reviews on the freaking um podcasting platform you are listening to you know what however you want to engage with us you know we try to respond to all of our messages um we try to respond to everything so stay engaged with us appreciate the listener questions um i got a question for you too what's up what was your favorite episode of 2021 heath was he 21 or was he 20? Um, no. Was he 20? He was 20. Was he? I'm pretty sure he was 20. He's episode like 28. Yeah, he was pretty early. So he was 2020. Just listen to that one again. Eh. Try again. Mm. You want me to answer first? Yeah. Danny was good. I really I was going to say, that, was, that recent one was pretty damn awesome. Danny's was awesome. I'll tell you what. I've got, honestly, all of our episodes are fun for me. That's why I love doing, we love doing this because every episode has so its so many own. good ones I can think of. Yeah. I wrote down one, two, three, four, five, six that I. See, he had pre really notice. Yeah. Hell yeah, you, I did. You I guess us, that's on us for not monitoring the social media as well as he does. Well, this, this is just, this was just I came ours. Up. Um, my favorite one because he's my son was my episode. We our yeah. episode with Caden. Yeah, that was pretty good. Um, but if I didn't get to pick Caden's because that's an easy cop out because I'm his daddy, um, 
I pretty, I really love that broadhead testing episode with Lusk. That, that was definitely a good one. Gosh, really dang, insightful. Good ones. Mostly because Andy, you saw Andy like getting pissed <laughs> freaking off out. As he's he's like, talking. Oh geez, I gotta do something. Different. Shopping for broadheads while recording. I'm not even mad about it because it paid off. Yeah, but like then I the Antler Grove show with Lindsey Thomas Jr. was great. Just I mean I I loved our shows. You weren't there on that one. No. John Collins is awesome. I, I said John Collins has yeah. to probably be mine. Uh, Mental side of bow hunting with Greg. Yeah, Greg's like, always a good show, yeah. man. And he's always fun to talk to. Really All like kinds Greg. of great shows. Our very first show of 2021 was with one of my childhood buddies who killed his first deer at 39 years old. That was a, a good show. Oh, shit. For me, yeah. So, all kinds of great shows. Um, what about some thank yous? You know, we made it. This is our first full year. We started our podcast in 2020. Made it the rest of that year, and we've made it now through 2021. Had We've had a great time. We have grown uh, really quick, I guess you'd call it. We've done a good job, I think, there. Who do we – anybody you want to thank through this year? I mean, I think I speak for everybody, but our wives. Yeah, it's probably the first ones. <laughs> Putting up with this crap. I mean, we yeah. get together. I mean, obviously I wasn't there a lot, but this podcast happens once a week, and that's not without planning and effort. And it's not it always – takes a lot of times away from our families. And yep. It's not always once a week either. Yeah. Sometimes we record two in one week. Right. Two or three in one week, depending yeah. on what we got going on. So – you know, there's a lot more, and it just goes into sitting down and hitting a record button. Yeah. So we we do thank our wives, and I mean, she's and not just, listening anyway. She never will. Uh, love you, babe. But I mean, and the guest, I can't think of a time where we've went and asked somebody, and they've said, "Nah, nah, I don't want to do that." You know, off the top of my head, I mean, uh, yeah. You get what I'm saying? Everybody's yeah. always been very cordial, and you know, yeah, excited to come on and. Do yeah. all that, so all of our guests, thank you. Especially our friends. I mean, we have a lot of friends that have stepped yeah. up and jumped on here. Friends, family. We got Russell, Pat, Austin. I mean, we got. We, we got to talk about Austin. I mean, I mean, not really. Okay. He, he's not going to listen to this anyway. <laughs> he's not. <laughs> the hell doesn't know, have to right? do with coyotes. We'll just tell him it has to do with coyotes anyway. Yeah, so then he'll listen. Yeah. We do talk about him in this show right yeah. now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, and you know, friends we've made from the podcast, other podcasters, the Boot Hill Hunt. And camp podcast guys kyle and those boys yeah um between the tines like i don't have even talked to that guy and we've been conversing now on uh instagram through boot hill uh marshfield outdoors is another one talk about it outdoors all kinds of different podcasts that we've just kind of getting got to know on the social medias yeah um just people just we've met through this podcast has been awesome we've met some awesome um I guess you call them fans or listeners. Listeners. That um, I was getting, what was, oh my gosh, the meat. You're down up. there cutting up. Yeah. yeah. My, I was with my son and I was wearing our hat and the dude goes, man, I love that show. That's a cool hat. I'm like, thanks, man. I really appreciate it. And he goes, wait, what? I'm like, oh, I appreciate you listening. And he's like, wait a minute, are you with the show? And I'm like, yeah, I'm Nate. And yeah. it was just kind of cool to meet him. And uh, he bought a decal, actually. And I, I wish he wouldn't have bought it. I wish I would just had his address yeah. and i was just gonna send them one but um you know that's awesome meeting those types of folks and so thanks to our listeners honestly right, that's yeah. the only people that ran to a guy loan closing got talking he's like oh yeah I listen to you all show all the time so 
We really do appreciate it. Yeah, our listeners are awesome. Um, our sponsors love our sponsors. We couldn't ask for better, you know, better ones. We got partnered with in our first year, full year of doing. Yeah. So thank you to Huntworth, Alps, and Cuddy Back. Yep. And honestly, you know, we want uh, to continue to do this podcast. We are going to have to have sponsors. That's you know yeah. how it is. I can't. We can't do it for free forever. It costs money to run this and. So we're probably hopefully going to get some more sponsors at some point. But what we love about the sponsors we've got is we seek out the people that we use their stuff. Yep. We believe in them, and the company is awesome to deal with. Quality uh, company. I mean, Cuddyback Cameras, you can't find a better quality camera. I mean, they're they're out there awesome. I mean, innovating. Uh, they're the only ones that do what they game do. Game cameras, right. Yeah. And then you got Alps. I mean, the quality of their their packs and equipment uh, speak for themselves. Yeah, and, and we then, we really love that they're a Missouri based company. Yeah, obviously Huntworth and and Cuddyback are not, um, and that's not going to keep us from you know working with somebody. But I really love Missouri based companies that we can work with. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's pretty awesome. So thank you to them. Yep. It's it's awesome that we uh, are working with them. Get to know the folks that own the companies. Yeah, or work for the companies too, and. It's pretty awesome. Uh, you know, honestly, thanks to the network, thanks to Sportsman's Nation Podcast Network and Dan Johnson yep. for taking, honestly, a chance on us and saying, hey, you can start a show with me. And, <laughs> I mean, you know, taking a chance on us three jack-offs, and we've, uh, I think we've done all right. We've got a lot of learning to do and getting better, but we uh, appreciate him. Who's some other people you want to thank for 2021? I got about a handful of people. I'm not even sure it's a handful. You know, we sold some hats here and there. We've sold a few. Help pay for our headsets and our some stuff. Hey, what do you call that? That crap sitting there. Crap. That's Nate's. That's Nate's <laughs> apartment. That's our recorder. You got the stuff the headsets plug into. You got the stuff that that that, that little black thing there it. plugs into that little black thing there, and then it makes those things. I mean, I think a lot of people think we sit here with a cell phone on record out in the middle of the table, no. and it's. It's not because it'd be kind of crappy quality. So, yeah, there are some expenses that go along with it. Yep. Um, but it's I've got one like one buddy of mine that comes to to mind, Nathan Jeffrey. He's he's a dude from Odessa. I've known him for a long time. He's bought like six damn hats <laughs> in the last like two months. Wow. And uh, so that's that's awesome, and I appreciate him doing that. You got a buddy that's bought a lot of hats from us. Oh, my buddy Bob. Yeah, yeah, Bob. Bob buys quite a few hats. <laughs> he goes through quite a few hats too. So yeah. <laughs> he's one of them dudes that he says, "I get a hat, I use it, and it's gone." Yeah, and, and then go then on to the next one. Yeah, so he just buys a, multiples of the ones he likes. He doesn't baby his hats like I do. No, he just no. he's got to use them. See, I've, I even clean mine. Oh, really? See, yeah, I've, I got a, I've got a setup where I know how to clean them without making them look like they've been cleaned. I have. Uh, I work. I have work hats, and then I have I have that too. Play hats, or whatever yeah. you want to call it, going out hats. Uh, shameless plug: We still got some decals for sale. Oh, yeah, yeah, we got a handful of those. So if anybody's looking for a decal to throw on there, we prefer you throw it on your vehicle, but you can do what you want with it, I guess. <laughs> you know, we do technically have like six hats left. They're the maroon and gray ones. Yeah, the gray with the maroon lettering. Probably won't be buying that color again. <laughs> not, not that anything's wrong with them. Yeah. Um 2022. What are we uh what are we looking forward to with the podcast? 
I'll probably just get in a different variety of guests on that, uh, you know, might shed a little light on topics that we're, that we're, we're that we're not experts in. You know what's crazy is we've got we've got a shared. I think it's a Google list or whatever it's called. Google Docs or something. Docs. We've got a shared list between the three of us that you two jerks never get on. But anyways. I was going to say we do. Yeah. <laughs> We've got a shared I get, I get yelled at all the time. Jerking. Yeah, why don't you put it in the docs? I'm like, and why guess can't what? I just tell you right now? We yeah. just freaking had a text thing about this, what, two days ago about a really good idea. You had a great idea for once, Micah. And all I said was, hey, go put it in the thing. It wasn't even my idea. It's not it, was a, it was still, a buddy's idea. Still and he gave it to me. I did put it there. Did if you? it's n- If it's not there, then I don't know what happened. <laughs> I'll check. Anyways. I literally copied and pasted that text that I sent out and put it in <laughs> That's there. all you need to do. We uh we have that, and we've still got, I bet it's 150-plus topics long of ideas we've got for shows. So, you know, we could probably start doing two shows a week. We're not going to, <laughs> but no. we could probably start doing that and still not run out. So we're excited. Um, Once again, listeners, if you've got ideas – or something that you want to hear. I'm not guaranteeing it's going to happen, but if you got the idea of a show, tell us because we're we're open to ideas. We definitely uh, sometimes struggle with that. Like, what the hell are we going to talk about this week or whatever? <laughs> it's a struggling picking topics, really. I mean, yeah, like there's a. It's more of a timing issue. Like, when do we want this mm-hmm. subject to come out? So I'd like them to do some more fishing ones, more stuff like that, but. Time is just always tough. Yeah, and waterfowl, man. We we would like to. We want to do more waterfowl. There's there's two things that go against us sometimes. I'm in the middle of hunting my ass off for deer when duck season starts, mm-hmm. and I I really just don't think of it. Uh, none of us are really duck hunters. Um, I think we've all done it before, and it's fun. Never done it. Nope. Never. Never. Not neither of you. I don't want to do it. Nope. Because I know if I do it, I will get. It is just like coyote hunting. I'll get addicted, fun. and I will drop a bunch of money on stuff. And it is fun. Now I give my brother-in-laws both a hard time about getting up at two in the morning to drive up to Grand Pass just to get told no thanks, maybe, or whatever. Or you know, it's zero degrees outside, and they're busting ice, and I'm like, "You guys are stupid." <laughs> but then we sit down, and it's quiet. Next thing you know, you hear, and those ducks are right on top of you. That's really freaking cool. I get it, but do. you know, it's just one of them deals where we would like to do more shows with that. We'd like to talk to more people that are big duck hunters, goose hunters, um, and do more shows. Um, I'm not going to promise it because that means I'd have to deliver, <laughs> but uh, that's something we'd like to do more of too. And we're probably going to start doing some more coyote episodes. Um, that's something we've all gotten big into. Um, Andy even mentions it might be his number one thing at times over it's, over it's deer hunting close. so we've uh we've really enjoyed that and really enjoy uh i think getting to hunt together it, coyote hunting allows people to hunt together more than deer hunting does yeah yeah um i mean it's usually easier to find spots right you can uh you can make it a half a day thing you can make it a two-hour thing hell you can make it 30 minutes. You can make it a night thing here for two months out of the year in Missouri, too. Right. Yeah. So um, I think that's what we've kind of enjoyed about it, and it gives us a chance to get together. Damn, a 6.2 magnitude earthquake. We're watching the news while Sorry. we're talking. News Sorry. is on. Um, 
So, yeah, what are you guys thinking? I mean, you got any plan- goals for 2022 on the I just podcast? keep on trucking, man. I can't think of, I mean, just we're going to keep doing well, what I got we do. One. We got more dad jokes? Convince Nate to let us get T-shirts. Hmm, okay. You yeah. take care of it. Do we go T-shirts go. or hoodies? T-shirts or hoodies? I got hoodies. But, hey, I'm not... I don't even. I'm not even gonna put my two cents in. T-shirts can be worn year round, though. You two sure sons of bitches that. are gonna be the so one that does that. it. I mean, I mean, they're not as as pricey. That's true too. What t-shirts? Yeah. yeah. I'm sure people would would like them. Give us your opinions. Yeah, if somebody would like, if if people are gonna buy them, let us know now. <laughs> <laughs> then that might be the deciding factor. Mike has got some work to do. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What about dad jokes? You gonna make a concerted effort now to make sure you do dad jokes when you're here? And can you make a concerted effort not, not to do to, any yeah. more dad I jokes? I think they're freaking hilarious. You are the only one. That's that's all that matters, isn't I, it? I'll be honest with you. I, I don't have it. I'm not prepared for today. But well, it's technically 2021 today. It is. So next year, if you want, I will make an effort to have one for every show. That's all we ask. An effort. Yeah, I get it. It's all we ask from you. My daughter gave got me good with another one the other day. Here we go again. And it's not even a dad joke. It's just she freaking smoked me on this one. So she asked, she asked me a question. And I think she asked me a question about who did this. And so I started answering it. She goes, who? And I said, you know, Bob Jackson and whatever. And she goes, cares. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, you jerk. That, that, was, that was mean. But all right, boys. Great 2021. Uh, thanks to both of you for doing this with me thanks for carrying the load dude that's not what happened it's a it's a team thing man this i think this is our show is growing because of the three of us it's a it's a great show i really enjoy doing this every week with you boys yep it's uh it's fun that's for sure so here's the 2022 we're planning on keeping on keeping on yep see you on the next one all right bye